Alright, so, um, can you tell me something I really didn't need to know? Hey, Mom, tell me something I didn't need to know. So how about let's learn something we really don't need to know. Hello, ladies. Hi, Hannah. Oh, welcome to tell me something I didn't need to know. Why, thank you. You're welcome. It's good to be here. Always. I'm Hannah Green. I'm Mary Swartz. I'm Lindsay Amos. I'm your drinking buddy. Okay. <laughs> I have to hold on. I have to I, I have to start I, us off with something. Wow. We have we have a piece of business we need to cover. Uh-oh. We're in trouble then. Um, does she have the mom look look at her face? Look at her face for me. Is She's it the not mom holding face? her head yet. No, it's not quite the mom look. It's the it's the um, it's the, I'm not used to this look. I really can't. I can't. I, I can't. I can't. Wow. Should I go in the a other look, room while you talk about this? A look you haven't seen before? From Anna. Yeah. And she has an expressive face, so I've seen a lot of looks at her. Has <laughs> she had the mom look yet? No. No, she hasn't held her hand. No, we were actually very well behaved in the last episode. So, for any of our listeners who've been around a bit... They know that in the past, Lynn and Mary have gone looking for a husband for me. They've advertised that we're looking for a husband for <gasps> Can me. you find one without us? She eloped. She's married. She eloped. We can no. stop looking? No. Yeah, yes, you can stop looking. No, I have not gotten married. Okay, so it's... we're going to look for a girlfriend for you? No. <laughs> no. She We're didn't gonna, say that with a lot of authority. We are looking for an intern for Mary. Oh. Because Mary needs a little help. We've known that for a long time. This is not new news. Mama, <laughs> uh, Mary needs a lot of help. Not a little help. A lot of help. <laughs> Start with my English, my math, my memory. How many fingers you have. It's all shot to hell. So if you want to be an unpaid intern, Mary's taking applications. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, just send them to our email. And, uh... Hannah and Lynn will go through them and pick out the best one for me. Yeah. Exactly. If you're hot, if you're a hot guy, make sure to send a photo because, you know, that moves you automatically to the front of the line. I'm pretty sure if they send a bottle of wine, that's going to move them to the front of the line. If they send a hot photo, they might find themselves in the running as a husband, not an intern. They could send chocolate. They could send really good coffee. They could send wine. There's so many things that would move them up the line. You could have 14 people at the top of the line. If you want to be our intern, you've got to work for it. So, you know, can be bribed. Just saying. Can be bribed. She can be bought. All right. Thanks, Hannah. Thanks for always thinking of me. Thanks for looking out in my best interest. You're welcome. All right. Hey, Lynn, what are you drinking? Rum and Coke. Sweet. Nice. <laughs> She's so. I am not drinking coffee right now. I am drinking rum and Coke. Nice. Um, 9.47 a.m. and Which says a lot about something. 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 You are a very bad influence on your sister, Mary. I don't I'm believe I'm the only one in the stable. I'm practicing for Michigan. Yeah, you're going to practice harder. Start earlier. So, Mary and I are drinking something fun today. We are. Okay, so this, this is a new winery that we're going to introduce you to. Not new to us because we do drink them. Um, we just haven't had any 
This is from Lemon Creek Winery. It's up in Grand Haven, Michigan. It is called Snow Moon, and it is a Vidal Blanc ice wine. Um, and it really doesn't say anything else about it. Other than it smells delicious. It and smells very full-bodied. And when you started pouring it on the bottle, it was very clear looking. It was kind of clear with almost like a, a, a light lemony color to yes. it. But in the glass, it's actually like a... Apple cider color. Yeah, kind of a, yeah, apple cider color. You want to see something interesting? <coughs> the cork is sparkly. The cork is, oh my goodness, the cork has, yeah, it has glitter. Ooh, it sparkles. It must be the ice part of it. <laughs> it does. The cork oh. has sparkles, and I love sparkles. Yeah. You have caught my attention for the rest of this episode. You don't need me. All right. Oh. Okay. You don't like that? Johanna does not like that. You will not like that. You said that last time, too. It looks good. And by the way, ice wine is normally a dessert wine. It's normally very, very sweet. It is right? very sweet. And kind of a thicker. It thicker. is a little bit thicker. It is. Yep. But the taste is not, like, thick. The wine itself is thicker, but the taste is not thick. It is, it is silky. delicious. It's silky. All right. It's very clear, crisp. This is amazing. This is amazing. I'm asking for more of this for my anniversary all right because my husband actually bought that for me Barry actually bought that Wow. because I will not buy ice wine it's very expensive and well perhaps in you know two and a half weeks when I am in Michigan we have a bottle ready for us already too though yes yeah, so I brought a bottle of ice wine back from from Canada we've had your Canadian okay. wine no, no this is a bottle of ice wine from Canada <laughs> it's a Gewürztraminer we like that and I, it's a Gewürztraminer ice wine. Bought a bottle of Mart a large bottle because I know that you know we have to share <laughs> of Martini and Rossi Asti Spamanti to celebrate some of the achievements that we have accomplished over the last year. Yeah. All right. We have a lot of celebrating to do. Hell yes, we do. All right. Do you have a tidbit for us, Mary? I do. I do. Words of the day first. Don't we do words of the day first? You want to do words of the day? Sure, we can do words of the day to, first. Someone needs to lead us. All right. Not, not to you know stick to how we always do it, but I have word of the day before tidbit. All right. All right. My word of the day. Yes. Subaqueous. S u b a q u e o u s. Subaqueous. Sounds kind of like succubus. Sounds kind of like Sounds bigfoot. Like, sounds like something that oozes out of a part of your body that you don't really... Oh! Oh! I gotta rinse the taste of that out of my mouth. Like a cud bear. Like a cud bear oozing out of the cud <laughs> Maybe it's what oozes out of the cud bear. Oh, it's what the cud bear is made of. Blah, 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 blah. Can, the okay. cud bear is subaqueous. Can you grow it? Would you... Can you grow it? It's a question. Me? I'm asking Hannah. It's her word. No, it's not. It's not my word. It's Lynn's word. She's just <laughs> she's had three sips of ice wine and she's shit faced. I'm looking right at Hannah. I know. I could see can you that. Can like, like, <laughs> You appear to be asking Hannah, so maybe you just want her opinion on it because she is the authority of these things. <laughs> is that a clue? If it oozes out of your body, you're growing it. I believe so. Yes, I am going to tell you it is a clue. And yes, Johanna is the authority on this word. You just 
opened up so many places I shouldn't yep. go, Lynn. That's <laughs> not even naive. <laughs> oh, I love it. Facial expressions. <laughs> oh, you can't That's grow those. You can't sentence. grow those. That's you... better than a sentence. You can't grow facial expressions. Can you use it in a sentence for us, please? I can. Okay. Oh, I thought you were just asking if I can. Oh my god. <laughs> that rum and coke has gone straight to her straight to her brainstem. <laughs> this is why Lynn does not drink at nine AM because or any time on the air because I just It's almost ten o'clock there. It's five o'clock somewhere. That's right. Okay. Right. People drink at lunch. People drink at breakfast. Okay, if I said I was having a mimosa, no one would blink twice. You're right. So You're right. She's right. Fruit and alcohol. This is fruit. Starlight Coke is fruity Coke and alcohol. So it is no different than a mimosa. It is almost a mimosa. We criminals can justify so many things. <laughs> well, people can if they want to. They All right. just have to eat them. Okay, All right. we have a sentence. They viewed the online subaqueous scene with joy as the colorful fish frolicked in the reef. I guess we're not growing marijuana. I actually know what the word means. Oh. I told you Johanna would be an expert on this. <laughs> She's an expert on a lot of things. Some of them I don't need to know. No, I think you do. You just choose not to. Grown for medicinal purposes. Okay, let's break this I down. I don't even know. Sob is under. Aqua what? is water. Aqueous. It's an underwater scene. Oh, okay. Yeah. You can grow that? Oh, I guess you can, yeah. Okay. I didn't say anything about growing. They viewed the online subaqueous scene with joy as the colorful fish frolicked in the reef, the underwater sea. Okay. All right. That's a good word. Because you can do that. Did you guys know that? Something people didn't need to know. Do you know how many cameras there are all over the world that you can watch, like yeah. cam and underwater reef cams? There's Africa cams where you can watch elephants in real time. I real love life. elephants. There's um there's a couple of different eagle cams where you can watch the eagles in their nest and then watch the eggs and watch the eggs hatch and watch them so feed cool. and, and the babies and so cool. Yep, mm -hmm. that's how I got started was an eagle cam and then from there when I clicked on it it like said there are other cams and I was like what other cams and then I had like eight cams and I always had them running and I was like, you know. At certain times, the elephants are always at the water hole, or the hippos were always playing. And so, like, at different times, I watched different things. So, yeah, I used to. Do you remember when that. April the giraffe was pregnant? I watched her get pregnant. And she calls me, and she's like, oh, they April think calls you? No, no, Lynn, Lynn calls me. <laughs> Lynn calls me. And See, I didn't know she spoke giraffe, so there's many things about her I don't know she's an expert in. <laughs> No, Lynn called me, and she's like, they think she might give birth any time now. So I, like, have Lynn on the phone, and I pull up the April April cam, and I'm watching April, and I'm talking to Lynn, and I was in Cedar Springs at the Amish Furniture Store designing a bed. Oh, she's a multitasker of many talents. Oh, she didn't tell me that's what she was doing. Yeah. I had no idea that's what she was doing. That's funny. She, she's not only a multitasker, but she's secretive. Okay. All right. How about 
Analatry. O-N-O-L-A-T-R-Y. Analatry. Now, I don't know if Hannah's an expert in this, and if she is, I'm a little bit scared. Could you use that in a sentence, please? The like Church of Analatry is holding services every second Sunday of the month. <laughs> it's an olive tree without the olives. Uh, no. She has one of those new expressions on her face. I'm not really being able to read it. It's like, I want my mom face, but I don't know where I put it. <laughs> oh, that I want my mom face. So she wants her mom, but she doesn't know where she put it, like her mom. Maybe she carries her around. I don't know. No. Do you okay. carry your mom around? Because that'd be weird. Have another drink, Hannah. Analogy. The Church of Analogy. Yeah, the Church of Analogy holds services every other Sunday of the month. Idolatry is the worship of idols. Okay. So, Analogy is the worship of something. Annals? <laughs> it's like the opposite. It's got to be a church that worships. It's the worship of. What do they worship? Knowledge? Is the only no. thing that's up uh, now. It's O N O L. O N O L. Mm. I don't think that you or I or Lynn will attend the Church of Analogy. Do they worship feces? Oh. <laughs> oh. No, I think it's. And then they be read them. <laughs> that's Some called scatomancy. We've talked about that. Is it very Bible-based, where they're very strict Bible-thumping kind of people, maybe? I honestly don't know the answer to that. Oh, they, it is, a, it is, uh, analogy is the, the worship of the, the worship of prohibition. <laughs> we would never attend. That is very true. That is true. Prohibition. We would never worship that. You are right. It is the worship of donkeys of bears. or asses. It's oh. the donkeys and donkeys and asses trust. <laughs> I've been known to worship an ass or two. Lynn, it's the donkeys yeah. and asses trust from my dad wrote a porno. Oh God. Oh God. That just put pictures in her head. <laughs> Apparently she is an expert at that. I was wrong. I'm so sorry I underestimated you. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Monkeys <laughs> <laughs> oh. and asses. Why would you? Well, I guess, like, back what? then, didn't Jesus ride on a donkey or something? So maybe I just want to know things. why every other Sunday. I made yeah. that up off the top of my head. <laughs> See, I thought it was a clue. It's me too. Oh, no, I just made that up by the top of my head. Because donkeys walk slow? I don't know. Oh. All right. You got a word for us, Hannah? Yes. Something better than worshiping a donkey or an ass? Schlenter. Schlenter? Schlenter. That sounds like you're drunk. <laughs> you. I got a schlenter in my finger. Can you get it out? <laughs> A person who does something, because ER normally... Okay, can you use that in a sentence, please? The $20 bill was Schlenter. Oh. 
Could have been a bribe. Reminds me of the word slender, only drunk. A drunk way to say slender. Um, the $20 bill was slender. It's a form of currency, then. Um, no, 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 maybe it was spent, um, quickly. Spent quickly. Slender? You spend it quickly? I don't know. Um, see, I don't break things down like you guys do. Um... Spent okay. on religious items for Easter. Schlenter. <laughs> she took her schlenter and she gave it to the church of Anala Tree. <laughs> um, I just want you to know that if I had a $20 bill that was schlenter, I might give it to the church of Anala Tree. She hey, pulled it out of feces. Hey. Oh. Covered in feces. Yes, covered in feces. <laughs> Sphincter, schlenter. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I need to be serious about this, don't I? <laughs> no. Can you have my sentence again, please? The $20 bill was schlenter. Okay. <gasps> oh my goodness. It's, um, it's a form of transgender when you're talking about currency. <laughs> dollar bill didn't know if it was male or female it was confused it was confused the 20 dollar bill was confused it yes. thought it was a hundred <laughs> the 20 dollar bill was blank so instead of schlenter the 20 dollar bill we're gonna play this like match game uh, that was so horrid replace that with the actual music please when you edit this um <laughs> The $20 bill, I need a really skinny microphone, was... <laughs> right, Jean, was Jean Rayburn? Yeah, All right, Jean. Jean Rayburn. Okay. We need a Jean little match game music. Oh my gosh. I've just dated myself so much. I've never actually dated myself because... That's I'm White. afraid neither one of us would make it home. <laughs> <laughs> Betty White used to be on it. Yes. Yes. She was funny as hell. If you go back and watch, like, the YouTube of the she old... She was as fucking funny as hell. Her and oh, Charles somebody. Charles uh, somebody. She goes, yes, Charles. Get ready to match the stars. Gary Burkhoff. Brett Summers. Charles Nelson Riley. Madeline Rude. Richard Dawson. She used to say things that were kind of risque back then. Oh, yes. And he was obviously gay and risque. And it was hilarious. I adored them. Yes. Yes. So, Gene Rayburn, he holds the microphone up. Yeah. I had a $20 bill, and it was... Schlenter. No, what does Schlenter mean, Mary? You have to use okay. the word with And it was... It was... Uh, I would not do well on Match Game. It was... I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with fake. Fake. It was fake. Alright, me too. I'm That's my first time ever getting it right. Good ever. job. Ever. Anything anything fake. Thank you, Jean Rayburn. Schlenter yeah. is anything fake. Thank you, Jean okay. Rayburn. You're welcome. I learned everything I know from him. <laughs> and his microphone. I love that microphone. Okay. Oh, Holy cow. Alrighty then. Uh, right, let me find this. Okay, so. And just for that, you've won the $20 bill. I will cherish it forever. Kind of like Lynn, you are 
overwhelmingly generous and selfless and thoughtful and considerate. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm buying lunch with it. We learned it all from you, Mary. You guys are screwed. (laughs) (laughs) All right, June 16th of 2021, we did an episode on Murder, Mischief, and Moscato, and it was called If Only I Could Read, which I think from the title verifies the fact that Mary and English have problems where our relationship is fragmented. Even if she types the words, she has a hard time reading them. Yeah. Um, so the description from this episode said, we, we revisit P.T. Barnum's mermaid hoax. Johanna brought us the mermaid hoax from P.T. Barnum. We dive deep into when, where, and why it started, why it was so successful. Uh, in addition to that, Hannah took us on a wrong number call. Times 2,600. Which was not what any of us expected. And we met a young lady named Candace Newmeyer, who kind of broke our hearts. She was a precious baby who was never given the chance to grow up and the people who took her life away. And that was a really hard episode to do. But we're not focusing on Candace. We're focusing on Hannah's mermaid story. So Hannah's mermaid story is real. Okay. She just brought it to us and told us about it. So what I found the other day was they are actually uh, taking that mermaid and they are taking it apart and doing... They're analyzing it. They're doing genealogical DNA They on are it. analyzing it to see what it actually is. Because, yeah. because the top half of it, it's only about 12 inches long. And the top half of it does resemble a human being. It is, I mean, it was found back in between, they estimate, 1736 and 1741 in the, in the Pacific Ocean. But that is the story that goes along with it. Yeah. Whether it was found or whether it was actually made is the question um so they are now analyzing it um some experts from from a university because the story is pretty fascinating now the article that i found said that there is actually a letter from 1903 that accompanies this mermaid right um it is approximately 12 inches long the top half they say resembles a human and the bottom half just kind of um slopes down and trims down into like a single what we would call a tail right so they're going to analyze it and they're going to tell us what it's made of and that to me is kind of really cool because you actually did a story on that i hope that you will bring us an update on that and apparently our producer does too yes our producer's very noisy she likes that story all right. Well, if you think about it, that story's kind of fishy, and she's a cat, and cats like fish. Leave it to Linda to put those pieces together. I love it. Always. All right, ladies, are you ready for a story? We are ready for a story. Tell me a story, Hannah. You want me to find some story time music so I can play it before your story? No. No, I don't require that, but thank you. I do, however, require you ladies use your imagination a little bit we have good imagination we do i'm wealthy and beautiful and oh so slender (laughs) and i look like i'm still in my 20s you're not (laughs) the gray hair on my head would tell you no (laughs) it's not gray it's silver and it's your retirement yeah in case anything ever happens to Platinum. It's platinum, Brendan says. My oh. hair is platinum. Which is worth that much more. It's your retirement fund. 
And well, mine is I'm my not... sparkling personality shining through. And your expertise on all Ooh, things known and unknown. That your shine it's my shining personality. Okay. Or my sparkling personality I love that, Hanel. That's amazing. I've never thought of it that way. Okay. I'm gonna drink, you tell us a story. Imagine that you are snorkeling in the Colorado River. Okay. In Parker, Arizona. Ooh, so close to Lynn's home. When you suddenly see in the murky water what looks like the top of a skull and some other bones. Oh no, that's not good. That's a bad, bad aqueous scene. What would you do? I would tell it I'm on the wrong podcast. Hang on, I'll come. I'll be right back. Let me go get the other podcast. I'll be right back. Well, I think I already know because I think I've heard this before. So okay, so I don't mean, give it away then, Lynn. What yeah. would you do? I would find authorities. Honestly, if, if it was me, I would find authorities. All right. Well, this is the story of what unfolded when exactly that exact scenario happened. I wasn't there, though, for real. I just want our listeners to be clear on that. I was not actually there. One day in May of 2015, a man was snorkeling in the Colorado River. He spotted what could only be described as a skull and some bones. He was frightened, and he was also upset. Not long before this, he had actually found the body of his friend (gasps) not far from that spot after his friend had gone missing in the water just a short time earlier. So this is probably very traumatic for the man who saw this. Yeah, okay, so I feel bad for him already. I'm sorry, I made jokes. That day in May, he did what we would all do. He contacted the police. Yep, that's what you do. The police department contacted the Buckskin Fire Department, and they requested that the fire department diver meet them at the river. The fire department diver was fitted with a GoPro camera, and he was instructed to go down about 40 feet, obtain footage of the remains, but under no circumstance was he to touch anything or to disturb the scene in any way. So our original diver was down about 40 feet. He was snorkeling. That's a very deep river. Do you know that the Colorado River is the river that made the Grand Canyon? No. No, I'm not. It is the river that the Hoover Dam is on? No, I did not. It's, in some areas, it is a small river and in other areas it is a very very large Um, river i just think 40 when you think river you think wide not necessarily deep okay you think of the white river that's why i joke about the white river and call it a creek because i'm like that's not really a river i gotta tell you that's like rain runoff for us (laughs) okay all right so the diver went down and the authorities on shore waited now what you need to know is parker arizona is not a big town and this is not a normal occurrence for them So you can imagine their surprise when the diver surfaced and he was laughing because there's nothing funny about bones found in a river. No, no, there wouldn't be. But what the fire department diver found under the water was indeed a skeleton. In fact, not just one skeleton, but two skeletons. Wearing sunglasses, flip-flops, wigs. No. Bathing suits. These aren't sex dolls, are they? (laughs) I did say skeletons bathing suits. They were tied to lawn chairs. One of them had a beer in one of their hands. And one of them was holding a... She's having a hard time keeping it together over here. And like I said, I'm not commenting, so... And by the way, while she gets it together, the Colorado River, I just checked real quick, ranges from 6 to 30 feet averaging. 
except for a few places it's deeper. At one place, it's 100 feet. <gasps> Holy crap. So, yeah, there's a spot in the Colorado River that is 100 feet deep. So, so is the White River ever six feet deep, by the way? In a few spots. Um, so Only the, when I go over. The skeleton that had the beer in his hand, the other hand had a sign that read, Bernie, live in the dream in the river, 8-16-2014. The chairs were wedged between rocks and they were tied into place, and the skeletons were fake. Oh my god, somebody's idea of a joke. The police immediately suspected that the sign might be a reference to the movie Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah. Because there's a scene where Bernie's friends have taken his corpse out onto the water in a boat and he falls overboard. Oh no! I've never seen it. Just heard about it, sorry. Where did the skeletons come from though? And why? The skeleton store? Well, it didn't take long for the story and the camera footage from the GoPro to go viral. That would be amazing to see. All around the country. You can see it. It's all over the internet. I'm going to look. A few days later, a married Phoenix couple came to the Parker Police Department to claim responsibility. (gasps) They were a little nervous, but they didn't want anyone else to get in trouble for their actions. They said that they had purchased the skeletons at Costco. (laughs) Costco sells skeletons? Probably at Christmas or at Halloween time. They explained that they and a third diver had actually placed the first skeleton, Bernie, with the beer can and the sign in the water the previous fall. They brought photographic proof of their deed so that the police would know they were telling the truth and that they were not just seeking attention. They explained that the three of them had returned several times since the initial placement to clean the skeleton and make sure that it was still properly tethered in place. Oh my God, that's too amazing. They had then placed the second skeleton, Bernadette, in March of 2015. They simply thought that it would make a humorous landmark under the water, and the three had not expected anyone else to ever find the underwater tea party. The police had no plans to press any charges. They did not feel that any laws had been broken. There had been no ill intent, and no one had been harmed by the prank. In fact, as long as no federal agencies objected, the plan was to leave the skeletons there in place, kind of like a geocache for divers to try to find. Which I think is kind of an amazing idea. This is too funny. And this is a pretty cool story. But unfortunately, this is not the end. Oh, okay. So one day in mid-October of 2015, after many divers had been down to visit the skeleton tea party, it was discovered that the skeletons were gone. (gasps) The police department and the fire department stated that they had not removed them. So where had the skeletons gone? Well... It turns out that the snorkeler that had initially found the underwater party was upset. Was he upset by the trauma that the discovery had caused? No. Was he upset by the idea of what some saw as garbage in the river? No. He was upset that he was never publicly named in the stories as the man who had discovered the skeletons. Oh my god. Is he three years old? Thank you. Thank you very much. The police explained... too much credit? I think that uh, his last name begins with T, though. Um, actually, I it doesn't. I do know his name, and, and I'll get to this. Um, the police explained they were unsure if he wanted his name released, so they had never publicly named him. 
let's think about this. You have found and reported what you thought was skeletons. You've remained on the scene. They're fake. And you have left in your little boat. And maybe you would be embarrassed. Right. You know, you didn't, you didn't go and publicly talk to reporters. You didn't name yourself. So the police also chose not to name you out of respect. The police didn't publicly name him. They didn't know how he would feel about being named. Now he's mad. So now he's upset. He needs to grow a pair of, he needs so, to put on a pair of big girl pants. So when he was contacted, or when, sorry, let me go back. When contacted, several newspapers did edit their stories to include his name. Oh my gosh. Because he went out of his way to contact newspapers and other media outlets to say, I'm the one who found them and I wish to have my name get, to be given credit. Okay, Mr. Baby Pants. Now, mind you, the couple who created this creative landmark that others came to enjoy chose to never be publicly named. They weren't seeking any attention. They didn't do it for attention. So did this asshole douchebag go down there and take the skeletons? But this snorkeler was so upset by his lack of credit for discovering what he had believed were human moraines, remains that he went down into the river, <gasps> removed the skeletons, and put them on his balcony. <gasps> Isn't it that Stuffed off of a national, yeah, because isn't the Colorado River, like, national Well, we'll we'll get to that too, ladies. Oh my god, what an asshat. He blew up the comment sections on stories online about the disappearance of the skeletons. And he released a sort of manifesto online, taking responsibility for the disappearances. All right. And giving his reasons for removing them. All right, so he's mad because nobody gave him credit for finding them. Does he give himself, I mean, like, does he publicly put his name out there for stealing them? Yeah, he does. Okay. He, took, he okay. fully admits he took them and he gives all of his reasons for taking them. Oh, my God. Now, after he released the fact that he took them, and I actually went online and I went to the, and I read the stories and I went to the comments and I read the comments and I read his comments. Oh, I bet people were pissed at him. He, not only is, were they pissed, in my opinion... Which is what matters. His statements were just ludicrous. I mean, he was just so... Anybody that spoke out against him and him taking them, the skeletons, he was just very angry and mean. And he just did not come across as a kind soul. When you steal skeletons, yeah, you're not kind. So he ended up... He faced a lot of public backlash. And many of his replies were filled with what seemed like anger... And arrogance. Jerk face. He claimed that the skeletons would be returned to the river after Halloween. The local sheriff's office stated that it was not technically illegal for him to take them. The Buckskin Fire Department did release a statement saying that they hoped he would give the skeletons to the fire department soon so the fire department could place them back where they belong for others to enjoy because, and this is what the fire department said, they're a really neat attraction. 40 feet underwater. (laughs) Yeah, here's the thing. Parker is a really teeny tiny little town. So if this is what is bringing people to the area... It's going to bring in tourist dollars and stuff. I mean, what a cool thing. Yeah. It's not hurting anyone. Right. 
The last thing I was able to find were several posts in story comment sections where the snorkeler stated that the skeletons were returned on November 1st, 2015. Yes. Good. I hope that they were and that others were and maybe still are able to enjoy this small piece of whimsy because we all need a little more whimsy and laughter in our lives. And yes, I chose not to name the snorkeler because I don't think that the asshat deserves any more recognition than he's already been given. Good for you. Good for you, because I agree. I totally, 100% agree. I just think, you know, they did this for their own entertainment. With no, yeah. you know, they play, and they... They didn't want people looking at them, they just didn't... They didn't go out and tell people. No, and they actually placed them in an area where they didn't think other people would ever really right. see them. So, yeah, it wasn't done as a public stunt or anything like right. that. And... I just think it's a very, very cool. It is. That's story. a fun story. That <laughs> yeah, is. And the pictures like are really it. cool. Yeah. They really are. Although, why does every nice thing have to have a jerk? Because people are assets. That's why. I just, I'm so over these. They have to, I mean, because they're not happy, everybody else can't be happy either. I do hope that maybe we will be lucky enough to have listeners who have been down there. Ooh, that would be cool. Maybe they have their own pictures. And if you have been, we'd love to hear about it. If you've been and you've taken pictures or footage, oh, so we would much love fun. for you to share it with us. So much fun. How cool. I don't know as I've ever been there. So. Well, I think that you need to put that on your bucket list and get it done, girl. I don't have long, so Parker, Arizona. Yeah. Now, mind you, unless you can, unless you know how to snorkel or dive, you're not going to see them. I'm, I can figure it out when I get there. You're oh, talking about Lynn. She's fearless and undaunted. Oh, my breath. I can do this. It's how deep? 40, 40 feet. feet. Not a problem. How deep is a pool? I've been to the bottom of a pool. I'm, I'm sure I can do it. I, you know, I think you can, too. It I have faith in It's harder than getting golf balls off of the pool, out of the bottom of the pool in our backyard. What are you doing with golf balls in your pool? In our pool in our backyard when we were growing Sorry. up. Yeah. That one was pretty deep. Now, you have to give her a lot of credit for that. If she can do that one, I think she can do the Colorado River. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I do. So, so deep when you got golf balls off the bottom, you got a... Sandburn you on your belly. <laughs> yep. 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 And if you were lucky, there were there was no slime, no leaves, no frogs, no worms. Hey, I grew a tur I raised a turtle in there one summer. I can believe that. <laughs> we I actually raised two turtles in there. I found them at High Banks and brought them home because I didn't know you weren't we supposed to do that. Either mom or somebody planted um like beans around the edge of the fence and yeah, we had beans sometimes growing up on the edge yeah, of the you fence. You could be in the pool, sunning, drinking a margarita, eating fresh green beans. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> we were children. We were not drinking margarita. <laughs> if we were smart we would have been. Apparently you missed out, Lynn. <laughs> no, I didn't because I was hitting the wine cellar, so Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> The first time I got drunk was sherry, homemade sherry that Dad made when I was, I was like 12. Dad's, Dad's homemade stuff sherry. was not good growing okay, up. Okay, hold on. I have to tell you a funny story, I, Lynn. It was the only thing I knew. It was better than his beer, which was Falstaff, and I was like. And warm, because he kept it in the garage. <laughs> so, when, when Mom and Dad sold the house after I graduated, yeah. 
We had to clean out the wine. Mary and I were tasked left. with cleaning out all the homemade wine and whatever was left downstairs. Oh. And they had that sink down there? We had we had the set tub. Yeah, 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 yeah. The and so tub. we just we were just opening bottles and dumping them in there and we were drunk when we got done. The fumes were horrendous. We got drunk off the freaking fumes. Oh my god. It's probably a good thing that neither one of us smoked and lit up a cigarette while we were down there. <laughs> Wow. I'm not kidding you. First time I'd ever been drunk in my life. Off the fumes. With me. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Off the fumes <laughs> of what we were dumping. You're welcome, wow. Hannah. And it was not a good drunk either. Um, I didn't know much because it was the first time I think I ever drank sherry. Oh my god, it was so like, 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 did you ever take it with your friends and they were like so impressed because you had alcohol even though it was so bad and so oh. gross and so disgusting. Everybody's like all impressed. No, I never thought to share. I just would go in the basement and drink oh. by my... Uh, oh, God, no. I took it. My, my friends and I would sit out in the woods and drink it. Like, it was so nasty. But, you know, I was so important because I had alcohol and they didn't. <laughs> I actually, honest to God, do not know why I didn't put those two things together to do that. Because, like, I would go to friends and we would pay older people to go buy us alcohol. And I would be home alone drinking in my bedroom or playing pool and drinking by myself. I never thought, huh, I've got a boatload of alcohol I can just take with me. I could yeah. have friends with this alcohol. That's how I, bring, that's how I get my friends now. What, do you think Hannah comes over here because she likes me? I don't know, because we drink together. You think together. I'm moving to Michigan because I like you guys? No, nope. it's the alcohol. We have alcohol. <laughs> wow, well, you've grown so much. The raspberry mead or whatever, and the chocolate strawberry wine. Oh, poor Lynn. Well, look at what your episode has done for us, your story. <laughs> I have no idea how we went from the Colorado River to drunk. <laughs> I don't either. How did we get here? The pool in the backyard. Margaritas. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was a bit of a dirt road two track. That's a Michigan two track. There you go. Nice. It's not off topic. It's an adventure. That's right. You are absolutely 100% correct. All right. Um, we just want to say thank you to everybody that spent part of their day with us. We hope you enjoyed Hannah's story. I hope you, we hope it brought a little giggles and maybe a few memories to your life, maybe from your childhood. You can find us on Facebook and tell me something I didn't need to know or at tmsidntk at gmail.com. And you can also find us on Twitter at tmsidntk. If you have suggestions for stories, if you have ideas, pass them on. If you have comments, feel free. Um, if you enjoyed your short stop, leave us a rating and a review. It's always a good thing. I did wonder when I started the story if, how long it would take Lynn before she realized she knew the story. And I actually didn't know that one. I thought it was something else. Mm. Oh, and see, and I have a story from Arizona that I don't know if she'll know because she doesn't like, I don't know how much of the news that she keeps up out there. But I actually no, but have a this, story from this there, one too. kind of made big news, so I kind of figured she may have heard right. it. So, basically, you can find us everywhere, obviously, because you're listening to us right now. Any final thoughts, ladies, before we wrap this one up? Put it in the can. Huh? What do you got for us? <clears throat> Sometimes... The skeleton is really just a potato. <laughs> if you don't understand it, you missed an episode. You missed an episode on Murder, Mischief, and Moscato.
And sometimes a potato is not a potato. No, because we covered potatoes here on TMSI the NTK too. Right, I know. That's why a potato is not a potato, it's a gourd. And sometimes it is just a potato, it's not a human body. That's right. All right. Anyway. Thanks, everybody. Stay mischievous. We love you. Bye. Thanks.